Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They clone little black girls who won't die but fight. Will they clone little black girls who supplement stamina for endless struggles to write? Will they clone little black girls like Asada, Sonia, Tubman, knowing what they know? Will they clone little black girls like Nikki, Zora, Mommy, Grandma, who orchestrate transmutation as they go? Under cloaks of duplicity and breaches staggering. Rhetorical, I know. Will they clone little black girls like Billy, Betty, Ida, Winnie? If it means ceasing myopic views of sturdy women, microscopic holograms chided with allegories, binding ties and mistruths to tortured souls. Will they clone little black girls with necks, dread, locks, lost eyes? And fantasy, far too black, regrettably, female, defeminized, fatal. Will they clone little black girls to be reminded of savagery, brutality, inequality, inequity, rape, and bartering amongst nasty founders and forefathers? Will they clone little black girls like Sojourner, Rosa, Fannie Lou, Francis Ellen, Maxine, Angela, Oprah, who brave notwithstanding ghettos, guns, gloom, doom, distracted and detracted mothers, mothering, who stayed unequivocally and persevered, erasing all doubt of concession, digression, misconception, and their wonder. With a clone little doctor, like in Zinga, Hatshepsut, or sex, Hathor, who share blood and legacy of queens, natures, knowing that they know from where they come. Denomination, replication, rebirth, and regeneration. Will they clone little black girls with the integrity of legacy? Little black girls like me that won't die but fight. Will they clone little black girls? <laughs> everyone that's listening 
Peace and light and love to everyone that's listening this evening. Good evening, good evening. My name is Sweet Franchon, and you are listening to Beyond the Word. And we have something great for you tonight at Master Grill Radio. And we're going to give you all a moment to tell a friend, to share on Facebook, Instagram, any of your social medias, those of you Snapchat. Um, please share with any poet, artist, entrepreneur, entrepreneur that you know could benefit from this very, very I'm already, I already know, I'm going to speak it in existence, this amazing show that's about to happen. Again, my name is Sweet Franchine, you're sent to Beyond the Word. This, tonight we have the Queen's Roundtable right here, the Queen's Roundtable. So you got a couple of minutes to get everybody on the line to listen to these phenomenal guests that we've invited. We have the Women of Poetry. We're going to talk about triumphs, challenges, opportunities. We want to... We want to ignite your intelligence. We want to inspire you. We want to help you feel something, tap into some things you might have thought you've forgotten about. Maybe even something has gotten dormant in you, and you you stop doing because you're too busy being superwoman. You're too busy being a mom, a sister, an auntie, uh, the granddaughter, the best neighbor, the best coworker, colleague. You know, we know what it's like, and we are so excited to talk about a whole lot of things all around poetry. Here tonight at Beyond the Words, we have the Queen's Roundtable. And just so you know, one of our favorite Queen guests who have you've heard before right here on Master Greer Radio, Beyond the Word, we just listened to our sister, Lois, Lois Moses, who was our guest, I believe, last month, if not the month before, but she was a recent guest on our show. So we thank you for listening. And we are going to go right into it. Um, I want to shout out, before we continue, I want to shout out to our producer and founder, Jacqueline Taylor Adams. She's in the background making a thing happen for us. If you'd like to book a guest, make sure you have to be a guest on our show. Make sure that you reach out to her, Jacqueline Taylor Adams. You can find her on all social media, um, or you can absolutely just call us. You can call me at 267-702-3494. But most importantly, I'm going to spell my name for the new listeners because I understand that everybody couldn't find me last show when they were looking for me. My name is Sweet Franchon, like a hotel suite, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N, and I'm humbled to be your host for today's segment of Beyond the World with Master Grid Radio. With no further ado, thank you the opportunity thank you for the opportunity to welcome everyone to listen. But I'd like to bring on our first guest. I believe she's on the line. Until no more. It's her which well, goes by the name Until No More. Hi, how are you? Peace and love. I, I am fine. Peace and love to you. I am thankful and you know happy to be here and be on your show. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you so much. Um, uh, pardon me, darling. I never get sick, Wanda. I never get sick, sis, and I am getting a cold, and I'm not even going to claim that right now. I'm going to get past it. You know, I'm popping that wheatgrass and drinking some tea right now, so by That's morning right. I'll feel better. So uh, pardon me if I pause or cough in advance right now. But, you know, first of all, welcome, and thank you for taking time out of your scheduled to join us at the Queen's Roundtable. We, what I'm going to do first is I'm gonna int- I want you to say a little bit, introduce yourself, tell people how they can find you, give a little okay. bit about yourself. Then we bring 
with can whisper young girl to do the same, and then we'll open up both slides and we'll kind of just dialogue for the people. Is that all right? That's all right. All right. All well, right, my name is Kwanda, middle initial R, last name Brave, but I'm better known by my poetry name, Until. Uh, UntilNoMore.net is my website, and some people love to just call me Until No More, the whole name, because it actually has a meaning. It is, I will be doing this until I am no more. Um, hey. I am... <laughs> yeah, so I am a journalist and columnist for the California Crusader newspaper, but I am a poet first. I am an author of I Just Want to Write, and I do many more things that have anything to do with creativity. So that's it. <laughs> well, that that's not just it. That's a lot, sis. That's a lot. And as you've heard, everyone, until no more, this calling is from the West Coast. She's calling in from California. I know we have L.A. listening a lot. Excuse me, I know I have some friends in Seattle that like to tune in. So my West Coast folks, make sure that you share and let us um, let everyone know that we have started. If you would like to join us, I need to mention the phone number before we continue. I almost forgot. Call us at 646-716-7994 to join the conversation. 646-716-7994 to join the conversation. All right, and thank you so much. Until no more. What would you rather me call you, Kwanda tonight, or until? So until I love until no more <laughs> because that means that you are ta- taking it to the grave. You know how phenomenal it is. We're going to talk about that. When we open up the roundtable, so we're going to hold that. But we're going to we're going to talk more about that if you don't mind. Now Not we're going to also introduce our next guest, who we have some history. She performs at my shows. She comes through for me every time I call her. She is also a poet and a mother, and we love her dearly, and we are so excited. She's also on the call with Until No More because when I tell you the energy tonight is going to be phenomenal, I can tell we're going to drop a whole lot of knowledge. You better get your notebooks out. But please welcome, please, everyone, for those who don't know her and are about to meet her, Whisper Young. Nice. Peace. Peace, everybody. That's what's up. <laughs> Peace. Hi. Yeah, just, I really just want to send some love out to y'all. Um, tonight and 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 uh sweet congratulations on on this on this radio thing you got going on here because uh, you just been adding things and adding so many wonderful things and you just have to you know send good energy to your sisters and 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 give them that, them good vibes you know so they continue to 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 prosper you know so you well, know that's what I'm you. definitely about I'm definitely about that um again as she said my name is Whisper Young um I'm an artist. I like to say that now because since the last time that I've I've been on the show, I've kind of um, grown my art and just really opened up a whole lot more. Um, hey, that's that's what I have to say about myself mostly. Like I I do a lot on the visual side as well. Um, we're working on rebuilding uh, quite a few platforms because I was away from art for, for a bit because. I had another baby. Oh, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so the things we got to do, the things we got to do. Yeah, so so I had another child, and, and it's just life. It's just life just that's, that's just been, that I've just been feeding off of because one of my philosophies about writing and about writing well and about being an awesome artist is that we have to get out here and we have to live. 
You know, you have to live and have these experiences. So you have all these great and wonderful things to to write about. Um, And I've just been continuing in that. Um, I've been doing a lot on the photography side as well. And one of my goals is just really to um, to really change the way that we see womanhood overall. And so I do a lot of work um, with women and and you know mainly black women because we got to start with ourselves. Um, and mm-hmm. also I'm really into building safe spaces um, and really advising on building safe spaces for women. We've had the women's tea for a number of years now, and it's a great um, it's a great event and a great opportunity for sisters to grow um, together. And it's open to women of all from all walks of life. So that really right now is my passion, and just really creating that type of platform, and even getting back into more creating platforms where other artists can shine. Because I've been in this. For a long time, <laughs> I've done this for a long time, and and I feel like I can't be hogging the stage all the time. I love the stage; I enjoy it, but I can't be the only one up there. Let's all get a chance. And let's 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 feed some other artists. Let's let's help some other artists to grow. You know, and and those are my passions right now. Well, as you can see, everybody, as you can hear, um, Whisper Queen Whisper Young is absolutely passionate about all that she does. So we're going to have a lot of dialogue about that. But until no more, I need one more time for you to tell people, in case they want to be check you out while they're listening tonight, what's your website again? My website is untilnomore.net. And they can find a lot of amazing things there. Mm-hmm.net. Okay. I apologize, everyone. I put on my Facebook, um, .com is .net. So there you have mm-hmm. it, <laughs> net, so that you can um, – you can check her out as we speak. Well, thank you. Needless to say, this is the queen. You're welcome, and thank you. Needless to say, ladies, queens, sisters, this is the Queen's Roundtable. Now, first and foremost, um, Jacqueline and I, uh, we, we, she's Jacqueline's been wanting to do this at least a couple, once or twice a year, and so. We are honored that you've decided to join us because we both were able to we brainstormed over some guests and you both were highly selected between the both of us. And so we really want to talk about a whole lot of things and we're going to try to get it all through in an hour because I have so many questions and I want us to just, you know, like we're sitting at our table for real and we that's what we're doing. We're talking and we're dialoguing and we're sharing because both of you hit on a few things that I think is very important to share with women with artists, but specifically women and absolutely black women, okay? First things first. Until No More, you mentioned that you name, you you have the poetic name Until No More because you plan to do this until you can't do it anymore. Oftentimes, when I, in my workshops and things that I share, people said, I tell them how difficult it can be, and especially how it was when I first got started, Again, because I've done this off and on for a long time, but when I really got serious about it about seven years ago, eight years ago, my mother and my family specifically was like, well, what? Why are you doing that? You got a good job. You got this And I still got to get good work, and I still have day jobs on occasionally, <laughs> occasionally everybody. But I said because it hit my spirit that obviously this is my purpose, and it, it was my promise to God when I decided to come into this realm 
And with that being said, I have no other options. It's my sole purpose. I absolutely have no other options. This is the way I demonstrate God through my work, through my art, through my expression, and through helping other artists, as Whisper mentioned, helping other artists create to create platform for, platforms for other artists to grow and to develop. And so I know that this is my passion, and although it's not always easy, it's necessary because, as Whisper mentioned, life happens, especially as black women who are the holder of all things and the carrier of all things. We Life happens to us, and we have a tendency either to put our stuff on hold and not get back to it. So I honor you, Wiz, for getting back to it and not letting it, you know, taking a pause but getting back to it as a necessary part of all the things you have to do in your life. And I'm sure you probably have a similar story as well um, until. So let's talk about first things first. Let's talk about the trot. In, in a nutshell, in like a minute or so, you both can talk about maybe some triumphs or cha- some challenges that you've had to overcome that have become challenges and what that meant specifically as a black woman artist and poet. Oh, wow. Whoever wants to um, go first. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? This is what it is for me in a nutshell. When I was 12, I named myself until. I loved poetry. I loved writing, period. And I knew that this was something I wanted to do. I knew that it was a gift. I knew it was something that I loved, right? So in a nutshell, that's kind of simple. But as time went on, I was growing my name. I started, like, doing poetry around, like, 14 as far as, like, going on the stage and, you know, performing and doing those types of things. And I absolutely, just like Whisper Young said, I absolutely loved the stage. It was wonderful. I enjoyed it. Not so much for the glory, but to be able to say my words and have people hear them, right? So I get mm-hmm. there, and I finally, I'm making a rising name. 1998, someone sees my poem in a book that was featured, and they asked me to fly to Indiana, uh, to Indiana University, to be the poet of the night. I wow. get there. It's the most wonderful thing in the world. I'm 22 years old at this time. I don't have a degree, but I am there. That is where my poetry, my creativity had landed me. So when I get back during this time, I'm in love. I have a boyfriend who is now my husband. I come back. Um, we're together. He gets sick. He takes sick. And when he takes sick, he takes sick for more than 10 years. So it's to say that I hit the pinnacle as far as where I wanted to be, and I knew that I was going to. It was nothing else to go but higher. But like I tell po- people, you can't do poetry after six. <laughs> you know, poetry doesn't come before it's six o'clock, you know. So when that wow. happens, my creative and my art is the way that I breathe. And I didn't have mm-hmm. an outlet because I became his caregiver mm-hmm. solely and completely. And then I became the sole breadwinner. So wow. now, fast forward, um, on top of that, we have something tragic that happens to us. He had lupus, and then it turned into kidney failure, and then I became a donor of a kidney. I gave to my husband. Wow. wow. Right? So at the end of that, the doctors, they make a disastrous mistake. Now we have to live with that. So wow. as time went on, I just was kind of beaten down after a while, and I was like, I really want to get back into poetry, but writing is something I never let go. I'm, I was, I'm always into something in writing. So mm-hmm. I end up 
get back into writing fast forward now. I get a poetry residence not too long ago, a couple of years ago, and it was wonderful, and I'll be doing that again. But I came up with this poem called, it's a two-part poem called Dreams I Took a Break, part one, and then Dreams Are Meant to Be Lived, part two. It just came one day. Mm -hmm. And I decided to do that poem. So I premiered it at the residence, and somebody um, referred a, a, a lady who was doing an event and asked her to find a poet. And she said during mm-hmm. that time that she was in where the, pres- where the residence was, she said she was so down in her spirit. But the poems that she mm-hmm. heard from me, the dreams are meant to be lived, and I took a break, she said it inspired her. So she asked me to do the poem for this one particular event. Now, I had no idea really what this event was or anything. So basically when I did that event, which was called Elevate Genius in 2015, it kind of was like a rebirth for me. But the mm-hmm. enormous feedback that I received from it was like it, it wowed me. And then I realized that that poem is not meant for just me. It's meant for black women because we are the backbone of souls. We are the backbone of success for so many other people. We are the foundation. We are people's wings. We are people's air right. under their wings a lot of the mm-hmm. time. And when we look back, we haven't done anything for ourselves because we've been so compassionately and passionately in love with other people and helping them, and we forget about ourselves. Yes. So that we do. was the spark for me to re- begin again, and that is the str- that was the struggle for me getting back. And dreams are meant to be lived was my way of coming back. Dreams are meant to be lived. Awesome test, as you know, as they say in church, awesome testimony. So I hope there's some takeaways from that. And before Whisper gives us some insight on her challenges and her triumphs, we want I want to, I want a couple takeaways on that. As you can see, life happens. Everyone, we talk about that mm-hmm. all the time. We talk about encouraging you to to not stop. Because there's so many songs and there's so much beautiful artwork and there's so many poems, there's so much work that goes to the grave because somewhere along the line, we stop living. We stop. We stop doing the things that make us feel good, that give us energy, that as, excuse me, as Queen just spoke about, that makes you breathe. Like, she can't breathe without it, so she has to write. She has to write. Otherwise, she would probably die a very slow death from the inside out. There's so many people who are already dead emotionally, spiritually, yeah. psychologically, um, and just before they even die physically. So, And I've witnessed that in my life. I've seen that happen in my life. It was a long-suffering kind of life to decide to live. So we're going to encourage someone that's listening tonight to we know what it's like. Did you hear that until no more had to be a caregiver. She gave a kidney. She had to be the so she became the sole breadwinner. She life has been happening to her and she still ends up doing a poetry residency. And she still writes and she still gets called to to share her gifts. So we're gonna encourage you with that testimony just to do that. Because you know what? I don't know if this is gonna help anybody, but this is what helps me. When I think I can't do it, when I'm tired, when I'm feeling beat down, I think about my ancestors and I think about how much they struggled and went through to do what we take for granted, to be able to just have some food on with for their children, to be able to just have their families together at night after working from sun up to sundown, being beat down physically, 
and still holding on to us. They did some things. There's there's queens in our in our lineage, ancestrally, that we ride off of their spirit of what we do. They became poets. They became writers. They became the first surgeons. They became nurses. They became the thing that they had to, no matter what oppression they were suffering, no matter what life was happening. So I'm just going to encourage you. Life happens to all of us. So with that being said, Wiz, what you got to say about this matter? Wow. Um, I was just being quiet and just taking it all in. And I, mm, until her story, her, her, just, just, just the, the bread that she shared with us um, so far, I, I, I wish I had heard this like a, a while ago, like a long time ago. Um, one thing I would like to say is that you know we can't stop in our gifts. It it, it yeah. will it it will rule you. These are the gifts of God that come without repentance. I mean, you just, they just sit yeah. in you and they just it's it's just like how you move. You know, as you, as you're walking through. It's true. And, it's true. I mean, I mean, some of her her struggles are are similar to to the ones that I've had. Um, but one thing that I really would like to say, like one of the biggest challenges um, that I can say that I've had as an artist, um, as a woman, as a black woman, um, is myself. The biggest challenge Girl, that I have had is myself. That's real talk. That's that's real because we are the manifestation of so much of our ancestors and so much of our mother's pain. And so I had to heal from my mother and my marriage and raising my daughters and going forward to things that that I dreamed about doing. And I had to recognize also that sometimes, when people speak to me and they say things that I'm, I may take, if if I'm not a, uh, not at, at a certain mindset, I'll take these things as someone speaking down to me or as someone condemning my dreams. But really, it is their fear. It is their mm-hmm. love for me, and it is their fear. When I was mm-hmm. like, like just coming out of high school, and I was like really just gung ho about some stuff because before I was a poet, I was a vocalist, and um. My aunt was so, like, concerned about me going and singing in clubs and stuff at night that she was like, oh, I don't want you doing that. You know, she was afraid, but she had a certain, certain, you know, what she wanted my life to be like. And and also in the in the midst of things, um, when I had just released my um, – my studio album, The Silencer. Oh my God! First, first off, that was really a, a labor of love, and that was a trial to just be able to get through because I was so honest on it, um, even in songs that, even in pieces on that I did about who was my boyfriend then, who is now my husband, who invested in me even at that time. Um, that was so it took so much out of me and then for me to like I'm constantly on the road, I'm constantly performing and everything and I'm slamming, I'm a competitive poet, all that around those things and I am winning. I'm winning every I'm winning everything and I'm just proud to just standing up and all this. At that time, you know, I'm doing all these great things and I want to finally be at a point where, you know, because I had taken care of everybody else. I'm very big on self-care at this stage in my life. But at that stage in my mm-hmm. life, I was not. 
and I had always taken care of my sisters. Me and my sisters, we took care of one another. Um, My mother struggled with an addiction, and um, I even had to learn that her addiction is something that she could not control, that that in no way reflected on whether or not she loved me. or My mother loves me. I know that. Um, But in dealing with that, and in taking that pain on and further, it was just so heavy for me, and it was tiring. And my sister said to me one day, she said, you have so much potential to do so many things. I'm just so worried that you won't achieve, that you won't be all that you're supposed to be. And it wasn't that I wasn't that in art. It was her ideal of what greatness was and her ideal right of what my success should look like. But nobody but you carries around that purpose. Nobody Mm -hmm. but you knows what your vision should be like. You can sit down right now and and envision in your mind a show that you want to have, and all these people around you are going to tell you how that should be. But those are the things that they would do if they had your gifts. They don't have your gifts, they're not responsible for your gifts, and they won't be held accountable for your gifts. You will. Mm. So that's something that I had to learn, and I had to learn that self-care piece is so very important. Um, as black women in marriage, one thing that we, we often struggle with is um, we're told and, and we're programmed and we're socialized as to what type of wife that we're supposed to be, and that doesn't always, hello? 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 Yes, yes am I'm still here. On? Oh, okay. We listen. So we're, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're, we're socializing into, into what type of wife we're supposed to be. So mm-hmm. oftentimes when we are giving to our husband and giving to our family, we're seen as weak um, by others. But it requires a certain amount of strength to be able to carry those loads, like to take care of your husband. My husband, we were coming from my aunt, a very close aunt to me, um, passed away around this time last year. And my husband had what we thought was um, a strained muscle from working out um, at the gym. And after we came from her funeral, we found out that it was um, a blood clot. Hold on, hold, hold and, please. Okay. Is that somebody's phone? <laughs> Let's give that a moment to play. Maybe we've had a production error. error. I'm not aware oh, of yet. Yeah. Because sometimes, I, I don't know what that is. Well, you know what? It might make good background music. So go ahead. Just talk about finish finish that thought if you may. If you can get through this, because I don't know what's going okay. on. So um, what happened let me, was... Let me, check, let me check and see if... um I'm trying to see if I can figure out what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't see anything on my end. <laughs> Quanda, is that you? Quanda, are you there? Quanda. Until, all right, let's keep talking with. I don't know what just happened. Okay, so okay, let's so, talk some more about this. What we, so we're conditioned to, to about the marriage. Yeah, we're, we're, talk to me a little bit more, brother. 
we're conditioned to the, the what type of wife we're supposed to be, what what a wife is, um, that we're not supposed to have any concern for ourselves, that we're always supposed to be sacrificing for him, um, almost like we're not supposed to have any goals at certain points. And then it's always that we're supposed to be so giving to him, like the marriage is for um, the husband. And, and and it's not at all. It's it's a partnership in so many different mm-hmm. ways. And marriage is different for every couple. Um, right. And I, I come from a family where, you know, women, we go out and we get ours. Um, but I mm, happen to meet a man twice. that's, that's having to meet a man that's very old school. He wanted to get to the position where he can give me the choice to either you work or you don't, but I would like for you to pursue the things that you love. Um, right, right. And we got to that point. And just as we were getting to that point, um, my aunt passed away around this time last year. Um, we came down from Elizabethtown because we were um, up near Harrisburg at the time. We came down with the kids for the funeral, and he had what we believed was a strained muscle. Um, But what we found out when we went back home um, the next day, he was preparing to go to work. Like his mindset is like, I go to work, that's what I do. But um, That's I what said, I do, no, right, 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 right. <laughs> I said, you can't today. We're going to the emergency room. And so I started making the phone calls and everything, and we get to the emergency room, and we found out that he has he had a very large um, blood clot. Um, oh. And had I not had him go to had the hospital, the, oh then, my gosh. yes, he yes. would have, I mean, I would have been coming from burying my aunt to very shortly burying my husband. Burying his husband, it, right. Yes. And, and. You know, we're so taught that we have to be like so this and we have to have everything covered. The reality is a lot of times we don't have everything covered. And the reality is that our men are not made of steel either. Um, Either. And so in, in dealing with that and my daughters having seen the reality, because it's very important to us that they see the realities of marriage and that they see the realities of what a partnership is, and that they see the realities mm-hmm. of me as a woman because I want them to be prepared when they go out there and not to think that it's, you know, well, my mother, she never had showed any chinks in her armor. Guess what? Your mother cries. That's right. Your mother cries, okay? I, I mm-hmm. go outside and I'm, I'm, and I'm on stage and everybody's like, oh, whisper, she's, she's, a, she's strong, a powerful poet. I get this stuff by living, I get that right. information by living. I get that wisdom by being a fool. I get all this information, these great things that I say about marriage when I'm on stage. Everybody loves this poem that I do about my husband called I Love Him. Everybody loves that poem. Mm-hmm. But I get Everybody the passion that poem. I love in that. that poem. <laughs> <laughs> I get the passion in those words from having lived these th- actually lived these things with this man. Having actually you know, raise my raising my girls up right now, and I've realized more than anything mm-hmm. that I'm just beginning because my oldest just turned nine today, and my youngest yes, is happy just birthday, two. Nia. <laughs> happy birthday, Nia. Yes. So I'm just beginning in this motherhood thing, and right. I mean, we're we're taught like we have all these answers. I know absolutely nothing. People come to me and they get, you know, they get advice or whatever. But what I tell them when they leave is. I know nothing. <laughs> Go out and live your <laughs> life and get the answers. Let's talk These about, answers let's, are so. 
let's They're talk so different about from that. all let's of talk us. About, oh, God. Let's talk about, we, for those of you just tuning in, thank you so much for joining us. This is Master Grid. You listen to Master Grid Radio. I'm your host, sweet friend Sean <laughs> of this segment, Beyond the Word. We are here. Thank you, Kwanda. See you got back with us. We have two lovely yes, guests sorry on the line. This is that's all right. This is the Queen's Round Table. And we <laughs> actually have Kwanda also known as Until No More and Whisper Young, I call her the Wiz on the line. And we're talking about <laughs> we're talking about um we're talking about this is the Queen's Round Table. And the reason it's the Queen's Round Table because we want to talk about and share as artists, as entrepreneurs, as, as those that feel like this is the know, not feel, but know that this is our life's work, that this is how we express the divine in us through poetry and through other artistic expressions. We're talking, we just talked, covered some of our challenges and triumphs, and the main messages in that, for those who are just tuning in, is that life happens to all of us. Don't think because we're up on we're on stage, we're winning awards, we're doing poetry residencies for me on television and radio, um, and live performances and productions. Don't think that life doesn't happen. So everybody share their testimony. So I'm gonna share a little bit of mine if y'all don't mind. Queens, may I? Go yes, ahead, you go may. Ahead, go ahead, Francois. <laughs> this most people know I take things pretty much as they come. And Fortunately for me, I have things that may seem traumatic to most people, but for me, it's just like that's life, so I keep it moving. Mm-hmm. I've had one, a few traumatic incidents, you know, every couple of years where it knocks me down for a little bit, but I always take it as, oh, it's nothing, that's life. But more recently, I was tested to the utmost. Back in, I had all these plans. I had 16 productions. My schedule for 2017 was already set from last June 2016 to be at World Cafe Live, the Queen in Wilmington. 16 productions. We were going to double up and just go. 16 productions, something every month in Philly, Delaware. We we doubling our production schedule. This is live production now. We doubling our production. That's happening. We ready to go. That had that sign still in delivery September of 2016. Now I go to a doctor for my annual, and it's like, um, you need to have surgery. I'm like, I don't do surgery. I ain't had surgery in 25 years. I'm good. Nah, you need to have surgery. So I did. I had to have an emergency surgery. Ended up having a full hysterectomy November 17th. Oh, November 17th, while I'm recovering from that, I'm the caregiver. We talked about black women and us as caregivers. Both of us, have, all of us have talked about that. My grandmother who raised me and I was the caregiver got a call the nursing home clearing for rehab because she had a fall for rehab, sent her to the emergency room. I get there, they said she's not, she might not come home this time. We need to, we're rec- we might have to recommend hosp- hospice. My grandmother by December 7th ended up on in hospice. December 24th, my grandmother passes. I have to do funeral oh. care for her state, all of that. All of this in the meantime, I get offered a new job that I didn't ask for doing television um, for a gover- the local government station. Like, it's an appointment, nonetheless, a four-year appointment. So I'm like, okay, so I'm coming. I'm thinking I'm going to come out of this stuff. I'm fine. But I'm still dealing with all of this and still doing, which, as you know, we're still doing a live show in um, December. Could You know, mm-hmm. still doing what I do, still making sure all this stuff is happening, still running my household. And then, bury my grandma January 2nd, started the new job January 3rd. I hit by a car crossing the street on uh, January 17th. I'm trying to share with the listeners that 
Life is happening wow. to all of us. Yes. Just two months ago, I was hit by a car crossing the street. The fact is, I had a birthday party. My 49th birthday was um, this Friday past. I had a birthday party just because, just for my friend, my my family mostly. I had birthday party because the fact that all I had was a concussion. Well, I don't know all the results of the test, but I'm in therapy every day because I do. I suffer from now. Must maybe end up being chronic pain, but the fact that I could walk. I was like, I'm, I'm a, I'm going. Everything is lady was so. Everything's going to be all right because I can stand up and I'm going to walk. I'm okay, but in an instance, you think my mobility could have, I could have lost my mobility or my life. And yeah, all of these traumatic things happen every single month. I can say, okay, I'm, as soon as I'm over one thing, something else happens. As soon as I'm over another, something happens. And as you mentioned, with all the time having to be. Well, we know a black woman, the strong one that handles everything. And self-care became very important to me because yeah. as a single woman, I knew that I had to take care of myself or I could make it worse. I couldn't do everything that I was used to doing. I still can't right now, for now. But I pace myself. If I need to rest, sisters, I rest. Queens, if yes. you need to take a nap, take a nap. If you need to sleep, yes. then sleep. It don't make you lazy. It don't. It doesn't make you lazy. If you need to go do something alone or shut it down and don't talk to anybody, don't answer your phone, don't be so accessible, it's okay to do that yes. too. It's okay oh, yes. to say no. Yes. yes. Because yes. no is a complete sentence. It's a complete sentence. It's a complete sentence. We have to invest in ourselves. We must, as artists specifically, this is another thing I've learned. Artists specifically, black women, queens specifically, those of us who sing, entertain, poetry, write, visual art, make clothes, fashion design, anything that requires any level of creativity, you must take the time out to create the space that you need to do that and make the time to do it. And for me, it's little things. I have been in a, I have, you know, all of this blocks your creativity. What did I do? Yes. I start going and supporting other artists. Instead of traveling yes. this weekend on my birthday, I stayed local and supported other things. And it really, really, it inspired me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yes. so used to being the inspirer and giving and giving to the general public, to my family. I took the time out, and I went to support someone else's dinner theater. And it so inspired me. You know, I was a, of course, I'm always working, but my work is fun. My work is my life. My work is my art. So it's okay. But I did think I had a get-together with the DJ and music because I love to dance and drink wine and fried chicken, my two favorite things, because <laughs> that was inspiring to me. I yeah. decided right. that right now I need love, and if I got to create that space, whatever that looks like for me to receive it, yeah. especially as a single black woman, then that's what I'm going to yeah. do because I can't keep giving the world and not do something for myself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We always have you know to what, replenish that, ourselves. We never replenish ourselves enough. And it's always, I always tell people, I said, if you don't replenish yourself, how do you have anything else to give? You can't give. You can't help. Yeah. You can't inspire. You can't enjoy. You can't do any of those things until we replenish ourselves, you know, rest, rest, restore our spirit. Just continue to make sure that we're okay to begin to, to 
continue to give light, to give wisdom, to give health, to give joy, bliss, whatever it is that your journey promotes you to do, you have to take care of you in order to do so. Yes, yes. You know what? I'm always, I'm always telling my my babies um, that I need to to get my own space. Like I will go in my room, I will go in the bathroom and lock the door, just so I can be by myself, just for a little while. Um, Because my whole thing is that self care is so is is very important to me because I realize like I had a situation where I was pouring everything. Everything, everything into my husband, mm-hmm. everything into my oldest daughter, and it actually got like I was so sick. I yeah. was so sick, like I was physically ill. They were running I so many it. tests trying to find out what was wrong with me. I had so many digestive issues because of that, and it's because of the yeah. stress that we put on ourselves, the strain we put on ourselves. That mask is heavy. Let's be real. That man, mask that it? you put on, that is heavy. And I refuse. Yes. Like, I'm, I'm I'm, peeling mine off because you always, people like yes. to say, I'm no longer wearing it. Guess what? It's so many layers, and it took such a long yes. process to get it on that I'm peeling it off as I oh. grow, as I grow, just like something like, like an animal with shed skin. Like, I am peeling it off as I grow and realizing that I need that space and that sometimes that I just cannot at all talk to people. I always say sometimes, you know, my best friend is, um, and let me just shout her out real real quick because I love her, Jenna Williams, that's my best friend. She, I always say that she is the master of the personal safe space because I create safe spaces for women. And sometimes I'm like, Jay, Jay, I've been calling you. She will completely drop off. And then she'll just pop right. up like, hey. It's because she's like, I needed that for myself. I needed it for yeah, myself, yes. even though just because of That's how right. her career is very busy, being a single mom, raising her son, it's very, it can be very taxing. And we're we're told, oh, you don't need rest. What do you need rest for? You know, black women are supposed to be this. We're supposed to be superheroes. But guess what? This superhero needs to go to bed sometimes. I need to eat sometimes. Yeah. I need rest it's sometimes. True. Sometimes I just want to go to the movies by myself. And it's it's good right. energy to constantly to to feed you, to realize that you need that nourishment. It's so important. And I must say that having the support of mm-hmm. other women. Hold that. Hold that. Uh-huh. Hold that. We're going to come back okay. into that. That's an important segue for when we come back to talk about support other women. So for those of you who just joined us, for those of you who just joined us, thank you so much for tuning in. But I, I tagged some queens tonight because I know so many queens who are entrepreneurs who are from everything, from DJs, Roxy Fab, shout out to Roxy Fab, who's a model, a, a personality. Um, Jazera, who's also a fashion designer, a singer, a musician, you know, I know so many people, queens, who are giving of themselves. And then, again, we have, like you mentioned so many things about not creating that, that own space, not taking the time up for yourself. And we just hope, if you missed the first half of this conversation, you listen to the Queens, the Queens Roundtable on Master Gria Beyond the Words tonight. If you missed it, don't worry. We're going to get make sure you have a playback. But right now, we're going to take a brief moment <laughs> so we can come back and talk about what you just said, Queen, about support. So these are just a quick recap, everybody. We talked about life happening, having triumphs, challenges, and triumphs, 
and still staying true to who you are as an artist and how important our art is to our, our ability to breathe and give and to begin, be the get caregivers that we are. We talked about how we we are a manifestation, manifestation of our ancestors and their struggles, good and bad. So we got to remember that. we got to remember that sometimes we have to heal ourselves from things that have been passed to us through our lineage. We also spoke about self-care, self-care specifically as black women, but as artists, we got, we have to create because we know how important it is to our souls. And then we're going to close out tonight after we listen to a couple of pieces by our guests. Then we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what support looks like and how to create it if you believe you don't have it. And I beg to say that most of us have more support than we really believe. But we get into that when we come back, right? We get into that when we come back. And first, um, on the break, we're going to take a break. You're going to first hear Kwanda, also known as Until. um, We're going to listen to her piece, Until um, Book of the Week. And then we have a piece, I believe, by Whisper, or she might even spit a piece if we don't have it, if she chooses to. And you know how we get down. We'll make it do what it is. So <laughs> I'm Sweet Friend Sean. We're going to take a brief break and listen to one of our guests. And we ask that you stay on the line, tap a few friends, share with us, and keep listening and join the conversation. You can call us at 646-716-7994. Press 1 if you'd like to join the conversation. We'll be right back. Hey, all my radio listeners, I want you to get a pen and write down some of the authors I've shared with you thus far. Just in case you missed it, let's go. Sheldon Reynolds, Marilyn Holloway, G. Garvin, Brandon Royal, Shirley Strawberry, Sean Robinson, John Acuff, Ariva Martin, Donald Hall, Charles Chapman, Dr. Farrah Gray, Janet Jackson, and Michael McGrew. These are just a few of the authors I've shared with you thus far. If you'd like to know more about book reviews, please check out California Crusaders newspaper, book blog, that is cnnbooks.blogspot.com. That's c-n-n-b-o-o-k-s dot blogspot.com. You are listening to the Sunset and Gumball radio show at urbansarradio.fm. This segment has been brought to you by 80s Baby Apparel. Because it's not just about the year, it's about an era. To check out 80s Baby Apparel, you can go to facebook.com backslash 80s Baby Apparel. You can check it out and see what you like. You'd be surprised who's wearing it. This is until signing off saying, remember the 80s? That's an era you wish you can get back. Hmm. Good night. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I thought we had another piece coming, but if... Our producer, Jacqueline Taylor Adams, lets us know that it's coming up next. We'll get back to it. Um, we don't want people listening and not hear anything, so we're going to keep going through what we have to um, talk about today. So thank you so much for joining us. Those of you just getting back with us, I'm your host, Sweet Friend Shine Yusin to Massacre Radio. Massacre Radio, um, this is Beyond the Words. We meet every third or fourth Monday of the month um, right here on Blog Talk Radio. So, um I'm still waiting for the cue from our producer just to find out if we're going to get uh, Quanda's piece rolling because that didn't sound like it to me. That sounded like a commercial break. <laughs> so when we get the cue, <laughs> so I apologize to us since we were expecting that. We'll get um, we'll get everything. So um, also, Wiz, 
um, if you want to do a piece before we close out the show, feel free to do so. Um, I've been asked to, a couple of people just hit me up on um, one of my social medias and asked that I repeat a couple of things. First things first. Um, first things first. Uh, we have our next piece of the poetry, Soul Opera show, March 30th. It's our last show at the World Cafe Live at the Queen in Wilmington. We're going to ask that anybody who hasn't been to the show, I've been there six years. You've been promising you will attend. You don't want to miss this Broadway worthy event that it takes place in your backyard. So if you're from Philly, New Jersey, um, Delaware, or even Maryland, I have friends, I have fans that come up from um, Baltimore. Come on through. Um, it's March 30th at Work Cafe Live. The Queen is called Peace, Love, and Poetry Soul Opera. It's telling stories of love and life using poetry, music, and song. It's like a stage play on on steroids, but we not really talking much. We 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 having fun through music and telling the storyline through music and poetry. I'm going to ask that you check that out. Or follow me on any social media if you want to keep in touch and find out what all the many projects that we have happening. We're excited about a few that I don't want to get into tonight because this conversation is so awesome that I don't even want to spend time advertising. But follow me at Sweet, S-U-I-T-E, Franchon, F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N, Sweet Franchon altogether, um, on all social medias or .us, www.sweetfranchon.us, or peacelovepoetry.us, you can find us. And I'm going to make sure my guests share their contact information before we leave. So, Back to the program at hand. Queens. Queens around here. This yes. is phenomenal. I'm going to let, I'm gonna have to let Jacqueline know that we have to have another show because we already only have seven minutes left. So let's close out this last segment, and let's be very specific and detailed. We only, since we only have a few minutes, let's keep it, you know, our, our responses to about a minute or so. Let's tell other queens that are listening um, as an artist and poet, musician, whatever your gift is, whatever that is that's requiring creativity, let's share with them. Let's give them your feedback on support and what that looks like and how important it is to you. Uh, support to me is all about uh, reciprocation, you know. Um, when you support someone, you uplift them, you motivate them, you inspire them. And if you think about those words for a second, to do that for somebody is really a gift. So if you could do that to someone, just hope that they could do that to you. And if we keep doing it, we will grow this sphere of support, and everybody will feel uplifted and motivated and inspired. That's how I feel about a support system. Shout out to everyone who ever supported me, including Charles Chapman. So thank you so much. Oh, that's awesome. And that's that's such good... Take that take that takeaway, ladies and queens who are listening today. We can support each other, and sometimes we can't always support each other the way what it looks like. I remember one time someone supported me in a way that I wasn't. I kind of was disappointed. I remember feeling disappointed, and an elder said to me, "She said, people support you the best they can based on where they are and what's going on, and you don't ever know. So we it's can't true. take it for granted when it's someone true. takes the time out, right?" takes the time right, out to so come true. support you, right, to come see you, perform, 
or spend money to see you, and we can't take it personally when they don't because maybe that person can't support you that way. Maybe that person supports you when you sick by bringing you some soup. Maybe that person mm-hmm. pops up out of nowhere. I had literally um, a gentleman, a friend who I met through my shows, younger gentleman, just admires my work. When my grandmother passed, I looked up and he showed up at the funeral. I was so amazed. Like, you don't know how people are going to support you, but people support you the best way they can. So we can't internalize that. The best that. they can. It's true. The best they can. And we can't internalize that, but we have to recognize and nurture those relationships that really support us in our most, our most difficult times in need and recognize that if it's somebody, just like when you support someone, whatever that support looks like, you're sacrificing something to do that. And so, that, you know, we got to keep in mind it's the same. And support is what you make it. Family is what you make it. Sometimes, as we mentioned earlier in the show, your blood, your family doesn't get it. They want you to get a real job or they want you to do this or success doesn't look like for them what you believe, what you've envisioned for yourself. They don't mean no harm, no disrespect. You know what I mean? Um, so you gotta, you gotta build, you gotta build your tribe. You gotta seek your tribe and build your tribe. And that's what I have to say about support. Wiz, what do you have to say about support? What I have to say about support is um, sometimes it's just showing up. Yeah. Um, a lot of queens tell me um, you just don't know what your presence does. Um, that it gives them courage, that it encourages them just for me to be there. So sometimes that is all that is necessary. It's not meant for you to come there and be the center of attention. Sometimes that queen just needs to know that other queens got her back and that they're there for her. So sometimes all you got to do, show up. Show up. It's so important that we show up for one another. I can't say... How I just can't even describe the magnitude of of what it means for for a certain energy to show up. Like if my best friend comes to my shows, oh, I'm killing it. I'm killing mm-hmm. it. I mean, if, yeah. if certain people like, come to my like shows, it's just like when you support your children at a game, right? Exactly. Remember those children exactly. who had moms and friends and family in the audience. How hard yes. they worked to win. Yes, they, the same concept. It makes them go so much further. And I have to shout out Alicia Wise for this because she, she would tell me when you show up, you don't know what your presence does. And she tells me often like wow. how much I mean to her. But the first time I saw this queen, I thank God for her because I felt like I could rest because I felt like I had been carrying something so heavy and I was able to rest just because she was there. And trust me, every seed that you plant of support, when it blossoms, that might be the fruit that you eat. So please keep showing up. And, again, support looks like a lot of different things. I agree with Wiz that it's showing up, especially when you can. Sometimes we've got to make that extra effort. I am guilty of that, of that myself. I'm so tired. Not tired because I don't like to use the word tired. But sometimes I get a little fatigued and I don't push yes. a little harder to put support someone. But when I do, just the fact that I'm there, like you said, I see the response. I'm like, i got to do more of this because someone's done it for me. So we got to do more of that. We have to share. It's enough room in this world for all of us, okay? Yes. Um, we have to share. We have to share our resources. I want to say that to the queens who are listening tonight. We have to share our we have to share our resources. We have to be unafraid to say, "Hey, sis, you know, I this is where I got my flyers done. My this is my designer, whatever." Excuse me tonight. 
we have to share. So we want to make sure that we continue to show support in multiple ways. I know that, for instance, you know, if someone in our PLP family is having a hard time, if we make it known and they need a small financial contribution to keep the lights on, we do that, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. If someone needs a babysitter and we know somebody who's got a babysitter, then we do that, you know what I mean? We... Mm -hmm. We make sure that we try to support. Um, like I said, sometimes I can't always listen to my baby Roxy Fab if she's listening on the radio, but I make sure that I tag a friend and tell a friend that I know, make sure you listen. You know, we got to keep sharing and loving up on each other um, yes. because we are absolutely the backbone of our communities, um, and we absolutely have to make sure that we do that. We're almost out of time, Queen, so this is what I need from you. Is that all right? We need, I, need yeah. some, I need something from you. One more game. I need you just one more time. Well, this is how we're going to do it. Because actually, Wiz, I don't ever do this. That's how much, you you know, we're going to let you close up, especially because I can't talk as well as I usually do, and I really can't spit tonight. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm struggling with being able to pull, get, you know, to even think clearly enough to do a poem, and I'm scared of my throat's going to go out in a moment. But I'm going to start doing this. Until what I want you to do is I want you to remind people who you are, how they can find you, how do you want them to support you, and leave a, a word of encouragement, please. Did we lose Kwan again? Wow. Until Did we lose her? No, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay, there you are. You were on mute or something. Yes, we hear you now. So, all right, oh, okay. we can hear you now. Say it again, please. All right. Uh, I'm author and poet Until. You can always find me at untilnomore.net or the book blog, which is ijtw.blogspot.com. And uh, the words of wisdom is always continue to do what you do and be, a, be positively contagious because you never know how that's going to come back. That's it. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Well, my name is Sweet Franchon, S-U-I-T-E-F-R-A-N-C-H-O-N. The how you can support, just follow me on any of the social media, share with a friend. If it's something you like that you like that I'm doing, let me know. Tag me, come out, show some love. That's right. Be positively contagious, you know, as our sister until just said. Share, share, share. We have to build our own network. We have to strengthen it. We have to support everyone that we can. Um, so just check me out at sweetfranchine.us or sweetfranchine on any of your social media, and, you know, let me know you there, and let's share. You know, we got to keep each other on each other's radars, you know. It's a, we know a lot of people, but it's time to tighten up because this world's going to require that we tighten up and we support each other. So um, I'm going to let the Wiz close out with a word of encouragement. Tell people who you are and Wiz, why don't you just please, please do us a favor and close us out with a poem when you've done all that. Is that alright? That's, that's that's awesome. That's awesome right there. Um, I'm, I'm Whisper Young. You can reach me on Facebook at, at uh, Facebook slash um, whisper dot, whisper dot young. Um That's where I am most often. Um or hit me on IG. I'm Whisper Young on IG, and I'm also at Young Goddess um, on Twitter. So 
hit me at either at any of those spots, and then when you spell Young Goddess, spell it with uh, that one G. Spell it with one G, like it runs into itself. Okay, <laughs> so that's how you can reach me. But my word of encouragement is just be free. Let go of fear and its layers, so that you can be all that you were meant to be. Seriously. Um, I'm gonna get in. I'm and indeed, into this, uh, this piece hold on. Let me tell people called, one more time, because I just got another request on um on Facebook. Everyone, yes, no worries. If you just got on, we have the recording. We'll make that available on all of our sites, and we'll share that. And just for the record, you have just listened to Beyond the Word with Sweet Friend Shine Queen's Roundtable, sponsored by. Master Career Radio and produced by our founder, Jacqueline Taylor Adams. And we're gonna let no other and our and thank you to our guest until no more for joining us from California. And we're gonna let Whisper Young close out with you thank you, I appreciate that. Look you're gonna to have to come back on sis. And we're gonna close out the show by letting our sister Whisper Young give us some drop some words of poetry, which is why we've all come together tonight. And I wish you all the peace and love that you can stand, and I look forward to hearing from you. Show enough. Peace, love, and poetry. Go for a whiz. Close us out. She hate her body. But she can't tell nobody because others' ears don't believe their eyes even after they've seen what she say. Because of this, they press fingers to her lips, denying her thighs and hips, so she hate her body with all its smears and smudges from all them touches. See, she's tried bleaches and accents, but none of them be erasing the stench of the uninvited's hand and eye prints. And she hate they smell, so she hate her shell, because it's called hers, but it don't belong to her. It belongs to the others, with all their stares and uninvited touches. So she prays and waits for heaven as she play invisible as hell, swallowing her tongue so her lips won't tell what her soul yells. That she hates to breathe so free and speak so full and loud. That she hates being denied yet passed around. That she hates her crown. It's too easy to grip for those pulling her down. She covers that shit to blend, to blend in and be loved, because her body wants things. It has needs that leave her cursed when she meets them, but they call her worse when she don't meet them. She hates this body because everyone but her is allowed to decide where it goes, what it does, what it needs. It's hers, but they possess it for hatred and pleasure. So caught in their label-making, boxing, shipping, pattern, clipping, while unique fabric stripping that no one sees her. So she hates her body. And every day, when she looks in the mirror, she attempts to make up where she falls short till she hates her. And nothing, nothing can make her see invisible beauty trapped in bodies who hate themselves. Peace, y'all. Peace and love, everybody. This is sweet friend, Sean. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to hearing from you next month. Stay tuned. For Master Greer Radio, you can find us anytime on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you again for sharing. Peace and love. Good night. Good night, Good night. Queen. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Nice to meet you, too. You, you too. too. <laughs> peace. Peace, please. Bye. Bye. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.